The following presentation is brought to you by the Realm Network. Buzz Burbank, news and comment. Monday, July 25th, 2016. From the one-man worldwide newsroom, this is free and independent news on a commercial-free Monday, made possible when you support the shows and sponsors at buzzburbank.com. Another mass shooting in Florida. This time, it was at a teen night in a nightclub at Fort Myers, a swimsuit glow party. Just outside the club, more than two dozen shots were fired, killing two people and wounding 16 others. One of the wounded is just 12 years old. At least three people were arrested, including a possible suspect. No word yet on a motive. It's been less than a month since the nightclub shooting in Orlando. Russia wants Donald Trump to be president. The reasons are clear. While Clinton's taken a hard line against Vladimir Putin's aggression, Donald Trump has praised Putin as a strong leader, has criticized NATO, which keeps Russia in check, and Trump's indicated he doesn't have a problem with Russian expansion in Eastern Europe. That may be why Russian hackers broke into the Democratic National Committee's computers, exposing emails that encourage division among Democrats just as they're starting their convention. Now, some of the emails have been released to the public via WikiLeaks. The emails expose a dark cloud over the DNC, the accusation that party officials from the top down favored Hillary Clinton over Bernie Sanders from the start and plotted to make Sanders' road even tougher. The emails show party staffers did discuss ways to hurt the Sanders campaign. One thread has a staffer discussing questioning Sanders' Jewish faith, emphasizing rumors of atheism in states with large blocks of Christian voters. Kentucky and West Virginia were floated. Quoting one email, can we get someone to ask his belief? Does he believe in a God? I think I read he's an atheist. Another email proposed saying Bernie, quote, never had his act together, that his campaign was a mess. This embarrassment for the party has forced the resignation of party chair Debbie Wasserman Schultz, who's blamed for much of the anti-Bernie prejudice at DNC headquarters. She'll step down at the end of the week and will neither speak nor appear at the convention that begins tonight in Philadelphia. And this revelation just days before the convention could also hurt the ongoing talks about changes to make the party's primary process more fair in the future. There's already agreement on a major issue, superdelegates. Under rules being written for the 2020 election, two-thirds of superdelegates would be required to vote for not the candidate of their choice, but the candidate who got the most popular votes in their home state. This is a major change in party policy, one with teeth, and it passed nearly unanimously. Sanders speaks tonight at the convention along with Elizabeth Warren and Michelle Obama. Although Donald Trump said Clinton announced her running mate choice on Friday to steal thunder from his Republican convention, she, just as Trump had done, announced her pick just a few days before her own convention. Strategically, Clinton may have made a brilliant political choice in Tim Kaine. Clinton's chosen a popular senator from Virginia, a state without which no candidate has won a presidential election in the past 16 years and she announced her pick in another crucial swing state, Florida. That Kane also speaks fluent Spanish won't hurt either. Kane has never lost an election in eight campaigns. He's been a mayor, a governor, and a senator, now serving on the Armed Services and Foreign Relations Committees. Kane even has the support of some Republicans who are disenchanted with Donald Trump. But many Democrats are disappointed in Kane's lack of sizzle. He's a quiet man who smiles a lot. Some Democrats were hoping for someone more exciting in a race against Trump. Bernie Sanders supporters were hoping for Massachusetts Senator Elizabeth Warren, and they're among the Democrats most disappointed in the choice of Tim Kaine. They also don't like Kaine's history of supporting free trade agreements.
Clinton seemed to say Kane's strongest attribute is that he isn't Donald Trump or Mike Pence. But quoting one hard-left liberal organizer, our ticket cannot beat the billionaire bigot by simply not being Donald Trump. But Kane also wowed many Democrats in his acceptance speech, talking about his personal connection to the problem of gun violence and his determination to help prevent it. While Donald Trump touts his high rating from the NRA, both Clinton and Kane are going after the majority of Americans who favor background checks and a renewed ban on military-style weapons. Some people were shocked by much of the media's failure to fact-check claims made in Donald Trump's 75-minute acceptance speech Thursday night. Before we move on to the claims to be made in Hillary Clinton's speech later this week, it's worthwhile to check those made by Mr. Trump, many of which played on some voters' fears over crime, terrorism, immigrants, taxes, and the Second Amendment. In his convention speech, Trump referred to, quote, this administration's rollback of criminal enforcement, in fact, President Obama has ordered big increases in law enforcement spending at the state and local levels, including billions in grants. And although some of Trump's claims about higher murder rates are true, he failed to acknowledge that those rates are half what they were in 1991. Trump also claimed that the number of police officers killed in the line of duty is up nearly 50% compared to this time last year. Not true at all. The numbers are in fact very close, 67 killed so far this year, compared to 62 by July of last year, according to the National Law Enforcement Officers Memorial Fund. In 2013, under President Obama, law enforcement deaths were at their lowest point since 1956. Trump repeated his claim that the U.S. doesn't screen refugees, which is extremely untrue. The vetting process is comprehensive and can take up to two years. It's even tougher for immigrants from Syria. Trump's claim that immigration is up is technically true, but he put the blame on the Obama administration when, in fact, it was a court ruling that told the government it couldn't keep parents and children in jail for more than 20 days, and even that ruling's been rolled back to say the children must be released. And although the immigration numbers are up this year by a bit, they are down from 2014, and the trend has been downward over the last five years. The number of Border Patrol agents is up even more, from 4,000 when George Bush was president to more than 20,000 today. Trump equated immigrants to criminals when statistics show that U.S.-born citizens commit proportionately more crimes than immigrants. Trump also claimed that, quote, America is one of the highest tax nations in the world. That is monumentally untrue. The U.S. tax burden is the fourth lowest among the 34 developed and emerging countries. While taxes chew up 26% of our economy, it's nearly 33% in Britain, 36% in Germany, and 43% in Sweden. And Trump claimed that Hillary Clinton illegally stored her emails on a private server when, in truth, there is no federal law against that. Further, the FBI determined that although Clinton and others had been sloppy with some government secrets, those secrets were never exposed and that she had broken no laws. Trump also claimed that Clinton, quote, wants to essentially abolish the Second Amendment. In truth, she said nothing of the kind, although she does support bringing back that ban on some military-style weapons and the addition of background checks for all gun buyers, including those who shop at gun shows. Trump also claimed Clinton plans a massive tax increase. Analysts say 95% of taxpayers would see little or no change in their taxes under Clinton. The top 5%, which apparently includes Donald Trump, would pay more. We have to say apparently, since Trump has still not released his tax returns, so we only have his own claims to document his income or wealth. Trump's plan lowers everyone's taxes, but especially the rich. 
The billionaire candidate set the stage for this part of the speech by saying that household incomes are down more than $4,000. Lately, incomes have been rising up by $4,000 between the years 2000 and 2014. The latest earnings reports show weekly income up by 3% over the past two years. Trump also promised to abolish Obamacare, so, quote, you will be able to choose your own doctor again. But the Affordable Care Act never took away that ability. As before the law, Americans can choose insurance companies and then choose from any of the doctors in that company's network. The crowd cheered, nevertheless. Trump told his Republican Party what it wanted to hear, that there's reason to be afraid over Obamacare, gun rights, crime, immigrants, terrorism, higher taxes, and more, and that in his words, I will fix it as a law and order president. I, said Trump, not once mentioning working with Congress. For now, Trump's hoping that fear will energize his voters to turn out more than Democrats in about three and a half months from now. A new CNN poll shows Trump leading Clinton by three points in a national two-way race. When Libertarian candidate Gary Johnson and Green Party candidate Jill Stein are included, Trump leads Clinton by five points in a four-way race. Between them, Johnson and Stein have picked up 12% of the nation's vote. We're still waiting to hear whether charges will be filed against the North Miami police officer who shot a black unarmed mental health worker last week while the worker was laying on his back with his empty hands fully extended into the air. While state officials continue their investigation, the head of the local police union says the officer, a decorated four-year Hispanic veteran of the force, shot the worker by accident. The union and the officer say he meant to shoot the autistic man the worker was trying to coax back into a group home. The patient had a toy truck the officer mistook for a gun, which he says appeared to be aimed at the health care worker. The officer had answered a call about a suicidal man with a gun. Still, the officer fired even after the worker told him all he has is a toy truck, a toy truck. As the investigation continues, so do the latest protests from the group Black Lives Matter. The officer in this case also faced a complaint three years ago that he had shot a robbery victim instead of the suspect. That officer is currently on administrative leave with pay. Roger Ailes is now officially out as the head of Fox News, having turned in his resignation Friday following multiple allegations of sexual harassment. But Ailes is being replaced by the man who hired him, Fox patriarch Rupert Murdoch, who says, quote, I am personally committed to ensuring that Fox News remains a distinctive, powerful voice. Our nation, says Murdoch, needs a robust Fox News to resonate from every corner of the country. One other note about health insurance today. The federal government has just blocked two big insurance company mergers. Humana would have merged with Aetna and Cigna would have merged with Anthem if the government had allowed it. But the Justice Department put a stop to those plans, saying the mergers would limit competition in the marketplace and likely lead to higher premiums. There are now more than 1,400 cases of Zika in the U.S., and now a second person appears to have gotten the virus through a mosquito bite in South Florida. This came as no surprise to the Centers for Disease Control, which had predicted what are called locally transmitted cases in Florida, Louisiana, and Texas. Zika can also be contracted through unprotected sex and causes severe birth defects, among other things. So far, the CDC has spent nearly $8 million on prevention measures, including insecticides. Congress has yet to take any action against the virus, which experts say will likely burn itself out in three years from now.
It's not so much that you and I are sprinkling too much salt. It's that the makers of processed foods have used it more and more over the years to trick us into liking their foods. And that, says the Food and Drug Administration, is the main reason there's too much salt in our diets. It's from all that processed food. The FDA is once again asking food makers and restaurants to ease up on the salt to help lower the national blood pressure along with the risk of heart disease and stroke. That simple change, says the FDA, would prevent hundreds of thousands of premature deaths and the illnesses that precede them. Ready-made foods high in salt include pizza, sandwiches, deli meats, pasta dishes, snacks, salad dressings, soups, and cheeses. Some companies have already cut back on salt, at least a little, but quoting an FDA official, there is important work to be done. And she says this is not the government telling you what you can or cannot eat. Quoting her again, people will always have the choice to add salt. What they don't have now is the choice to take it out. Verizon this morning announced it's buying out Yahoo for nearly $5 billion. Verizon had already acquired AOL last year. The good news for some is that you can still get a VCR and for a good price. The bad news for those folks is they'd better hurry if they hope to get a new one. There's only one company left on the planet that makes them, and it is about to stop. Japanese manufacturer Funai Electrock pulls the plug on the video cassette player at the end of this week. Among other reasons, the company says it can no longer get the parts used to make that mechanical recording device. The machines are still selling, sort of. The company sold three-quarters of a million VCRs last year. But that's only about one-tenth of the number it sold in the 1980s. And VCRs that once sold for up to $1,200 can now be had for as little as $129. And finally, from our they'll probably sell a few of these department, a Japanese company is out with a new portable fan to help keep you cool in the summer heat. It's an armpit fan. It clips onto your shirt sleeves or to the neckline of a long-sleeved shirt, but it's not just for armpits. The company says you can even clip it to your waistband to keep the undercarriage cool. The fan has three speeds and can run five to nine hours on a couple of AAA batteries at 35 bucks a fan. For those who never leave their computers, it also has a USB power port. The armpit fan. What will they think of next? Whatever it is, you'll hear about it here, of course. I'm Buzz Burbank. Thanks for listening. And thanks for supporting the shows and sponsors at buzzburbank.com. I'll be back tomorrow with another Buzz Burbank news and comments. The preceding presentation was brought to you by The Realm Network.